This episode is for the playwrights among you. We are going to talk about how to make the transition from playwriting to screenwriting. We're going to talk about the difference between plays and screenplays. And we're going to talk about how you can use some of the incredible skills you have as a playwright in order to make the transition into screenwriting or TV writing. I'm Jacob Kruger, and this is the Write Your Screenplay Podcast. There's an interesting phenomena happening in TV right now, which has really been going on for years, which is that TV producers are looking to theater to staff their writing rooms. They're looking to playwrights. So there's a vast number of playwrights who are making that transition into a field that's very different from the one that they're used to. And why are playwrights getting staffed? Because quite frankly, Playwrights are a lot better trained than most screenwriters. And the reason for that is find a, a playwright of your dreams, guaranteed they are teaching at some university. Um, nearly all playwrights need to subsidize their income with these teaching positions. Whereas successful screenwriters get paid vastly more than playwrights. And for that reason, there are just far fewer screenwriters teaching. So most people who've learned screenwriting and most screenwriting books that are written have been written by academics, not by working screenwriters. And as a result of that tend to be much more academic, much more conscious mind based, and quite frankly, a lot less interesting than the way that playwrights tend to be taught because playwriting education begins with character. Now, this causes a challenge for many playwrights as they transition from playwriting to television writing or playwriting to screenwriting, which is um, they have this intuitive, organic process that they have developed over time that they've been trained for in playwriting. But when they start to read books and seek mentorship about screenwriting, if they don't find the right person, they will often be taught this extremely intellectual, extremely academic uh, extremely conscious brained approach to screenwriting uh, that is really more about planning than it is about writing. And that's really based on reverse engineering great movies rather than based on developing great movies from the page. And this can cause tension in the writer and often cause their screenwriting to go flat in a way that their playwriting does not. Uh, of course, if you've never been a playwright, the effects of this can be even more dramatic uh, because Playwrights have at least that strong foundation in character underneath them, which can sometimes help them transcend the formulas that they're being taught when it comes to screenwriting. Whereas if your only education is in screenwriting, there's a good chance that you've really barely been taught how to write character at all. And yet, if you look at the best movies, the best movies are all about character. The best TV shows are all about character. The structure of these shows and these movies is all about character. That's true whether you are writing a blockbuster popcorn movie like Top Gun Maverick, which, believe it or not, is not really about the air fights, which is really about the relationship between Maverick and Rooster, between, between Maverick and Jenny, between Maverick and hangman between maverick and the forces of the army right that's really about the dramatic relationships as much fun as the 
stuff happening in the sky might be. And that is true whether you were writing a TV show like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is really about a woman trying to break out of the role that society tells her she's supposed to have in order to express her real voice. And that is true whether you are writing a little feature like Coda, which is really about a girl who is just trying to pursue her dreams and break out of the patterns that her life has always been. This is what we do as screenwriters, just like it's what we do as playwrights, right? Our job is to find a character, step into them, inhabit them, see the world through their eyes, understand what they want, take them on a journey that changes them forever, and in the process of taking them on a journey, to take ourselves on a journey too, and to take our audiences on a journey so that they can feel that feeling of catharsis that feeling of change, that feeling of that's me up there. So on the simplest level, playwriting and screenwriting are exactly the same thing. They're a process of taking a character on a journey of change in most films and in most TV shows. And occasionally they're a story about a character who refuses to change under great, great pressure. So th this is really, we're doing the exact same thing in a play and in a screenplay. The difference between playwriting and screenwriting is that playwriting has this thing called unity of place. What unity of place means is that it is challenging to change sets on a stage, even in today's Broadway world where we've got turntables and hydraulics. Anything that moves or changes on a stage needs to be physically changed, and that takes time. And what that means is that in playwriting, the scenes tend to take place in fewer locations and tend to unfold over much more time. The scenes are much longer. Um, in playwriting, most of the action actually takes place offstage, right? Because in playwriting, unless you're somebody awesome like the vampire cowboys that are doing real-life fight sequences on stage, um, most playwrights are not able to do that kind of stuff on stage, right? Most of the action happens off stage, and what happens is the characters come in to report that action. Hey, this happened. Can you believe this crap, right? So what this means is that playwriting scenes tend to be a lot longer, um, and because they're longer, we have fewer of them. And we have a lot of time in playwriting to unpack the, the story to kind of peel away the layer of the onions. And our primary way of doing that is through dialogue, which is another reason why playwrights are so great at character, because dialogue is also just an expression of character. It's also just a way of a character getting what they want in the unique way that they try to do it. So, so playwrights are used to a simpler form of structure, right? Where you just don't have a lot of scenes. So you can kind of remember the scenes that are in your play, in your head. You can kind of keep them straight for yourself in a much more intuitive way. And having a lot of time to kind of unpack stuff, explore stuff, because you're not capturing the beat by beat action of what's happening. Rather, you're often dealing with the aftermath of what has happened and then the choices the characters make in relation to that. So uh, plays are just built differently. 
Got an idea for a screenwriting topic you'd like me to cover? Comment, tag me, and your question might get selected for the next podcast. I'm on all social media at the JK Studio. The other thing that is very different about plays, well, there are many, but the other things that we're going to talk about today. Um, in plays, because you are on stage, there is a level of play that is easier to achieve. Whereas most screenplays, there's an expectation that things look real. Even, even if we're doing something crazy like an action movie or a superhero movie where we know someone could never actually survive this fight scene or certainly not make funny quips while in the middle of it. Um, there's still an expectation that visually it's going to look real in most screenplays. Whereas in playwriting, there is a level of, of unreality that we can kind of embrace in, in a different way. Uh, because there's some degree where the audience can see that it's not real because it's literally happening in front of them. And so there are ways, if you look at a play like Angels in America, for example, there are ways that you can use that theatricality to kind of get more metaphor on the stage. Uh, whereas in screenwriting, we have to develop our metaphors differently because there's just less tolerance in most, especially most mainstream movies for... Uh, for things that don't look real. And, and then the final thing uh, that we'll talk about today, uh, you know, we could talk for hours about this. Uh, the final thing that we will talk about today is in plays, the primary way that power and relationships and structure is built is with entrances and exits and drops of the curtain. Right. So, or lights out if you're off, off Broadway, right? That's the primary way that we feel the punctuation of one scene, the punctuation of one moment and the beginning of another. So when a character enters in a play, that's going to completely change the dynamic of what's happening on stage. And similarly, when a character leaves, it's going to completely change the dynamic of what's happening on stage. Uh, in fact, this is how farces are built, right? This is why a farce has so many different doors so that we can watch those characters go in and out to the unified place and each opportunity where somebody leaves or comes back leads to an opportunity for mistaken identity, humor, jokes, etc. right? So uh, in plays, entrances and exits are hugely, hugely important. In fact, when the star enters for the first time, what happens? The whole audience applauds, right? There is a complete change every time an enter, an entrance or an exit happens. Whereas in a screenplay, it's very rare that we're actually even gonna see an entrance or an exit. That's because the main tool we have in screenwriting is the cut. And uh, in fact, uh, in The Room, which is famously the worst movie ever made, um, there's this sequence where they're shooting in a rooftop and because they're very poor filmmakers, They've only given themselves one master shot. They've given themselves nowhere to cut to. And uh, there is a door at one end of the roof. And then there are two characters at the other end of the roof. And every time somebody enters, you have to watch them in real time walk slowly across the entire roof in order for the scene to resume. 
<laughs> right? And it's comical to watch, which is one of the reasons that The Room is actually fun to watch. Uh, it's so bad that it's actually compelling. But it's also an incredible lesson because you watch that and you'll never write an entrance or an exit again unless you're doing it for a really powerful reason. Whereas if The Room was a play, they would have no choice but to walk that character across the stage because the person physically has to be able to do it. So um, entrance and exits and even these act breaks where where the curtain comes down or the lights go off, these are not the primary tools of screenwriting. Even though screenwriting does have acts, they work differently than in plays, which is one of the things we're about to talk about. Now, before we get to that part, just a quick message about what we are doing here at Jacob Kruger Studio. Our goal is to change the way screenwriting is taught. The film school model does not work for screenwriters for a couple of different reasons. Number one, you cannot graduate with 300 grand of debt and become a screenwriter. It's impossible to service that debt long enough to actually have the success that you need in your career. So if you want to be a screenwriter, going to grad school makes very little sense because it's going to saddle you with an amount of debt that doesn't make it safe for you to actually be an artist. Number two, in grad school, all the mentorship happens over a brief couple of years. And when you graduate and you go out into the world, you have no mentorship, you have no guidance, you have no support. As your career starts to take off, when you really need someone to go, hey, I, I got these crazy notes and I don't know what to do with them, you have no support to actually do that. Number three, grad school is usually not taught by professional writers. Usually it's taught by PhDs, often whom have never actually sold a script, uh, which means that the education you get there is unlikely to actually even get you to where you want to go. And number four, um, nobody in Hollywood cares where you went to school. There are a couple schools that have strong alumni networks, um, and there is some value there, but you're really talking about USC, UCLA, and AFI, uh, maybe NYU, maybe Columbia, right? You're really talking about three, maybe five schools. And even the graduates from those schools often find that if they don't nail it with their thesis film and get lucky right from the start, that those alumni networks are actually not as valuable for them as they had hoped. So for all these reasons, the grad school model for screenwriters makes very little sense. So what we're doing is we're turning that model upside down. Our ProTrack program pairs you one-on-one -on -one with a professional writer who will meet with you every week or every other week not for a month, not for a year, but throughout your entire career if you want it. And they will, do, they will read every page you write, they will read every draft you complete, and they will do all of that for a teeny tiny fraction of the cost of grad school. A cost that you can actually afford even if you're an artist. In addition to that, we have extraordinary foundation classes that will help you at any level learn a new approach to structure, to TV writing, to playwriting, to comic book writing. 
And for those of you who are looking for conceptual learning as well, we have an extraordinary masterclass where you can get an entire film school education again at a price that you can afford. And the other thing that I'm really proud about about our school is that we believe in accessibility, which means you can join our program regardless of your level of income, regardless of where you're from, regardless of your level of experience, we will meet you where you are. And if you have no money, we have a free class every Thursday night called Thursday Night Writes uh, that you can join for free and get a screenwriting education uh, regardless of your financial ability to pay. So you can learn more about all of this at writeyourscreenplay.com. Okay, so we've been talking about the idea that screenwriting and playwriting are very different. And we've been talking about the idea of the cut as the most powerful tool when it comes to screenwriting, TV writing, um, rather than the entrance and exit that works in playwriting. The other obvious difference that every playwright is nervous about is, oh my God, I've got to write all this action. You see, in, in a play, we, we need very minimal action um, because plays have this wonderful thing called rehearsal that for reasons that I'll never understand, only Francis Ford Coppola has figured out in the film industry is actually a valuable thing. Um, so in playwriting, you can put the words and minimal action on the page and trust the, the directors and the stars to work that out in rehearsal and figure out what it looks like. And part of the reason for that is until the set is built, right, until the concept of how the set is worked is going to work is completed, it's hard to even know how all that blocking is going to work. So in, in playwriting, it's really about finding it during the rehearsal process with the director. And as a playwright, you are going to be in the room. Not only are you going to be in the room, but you are going to be deferred to and cared about. The director is going to see part of their job as serving your vision and, uh, and your word is going to be very important. If, if you want, you can insist that uh, an actor doesn't change a single word that you said. So you're going to be there in the rehearsal process. You're going to be revising. You're going to be editing. In screenwriting, in feature films, that is just not true right? Maybe one in 10 writers is actually going to actually be there for production. And oftentimes there will be another writer on the project by the time it's in production. Maybe two writers, maybe three writers, maybe four writers, maybe seven writers. In fact, unlike playwrights who are almost universally have solo credit uh, on the writing of their plays, in screenwriting, uh, there is usually a whole flock of writers involved in a screenplay. In fact, most of the money that screenwriters make is not even from spec script sales anymore. It's from rewriting jobs and work for higher jobs. Um, so screenwriting is a very different world. And in playwriting, not only is there a showrunner who's going to be reworking, rewriting, giving you notes, changing your stuff, there's also a whole team of writers in the room that you're collaborating with. So there's a very different process there in the actual writing experience. Um, in screenwriting, we really have to capture what we're going to see. Now, this doesn't mean directing the work on the page, right? Your job is not to capture the shot. So you can take a deep breath. You don't have to know a hundred different camera angles. In fact, you're better off not knowing them and not putting them in your script. Um, because any decent director is going to go, that's not your job. That's my job. <laughs> 
And any reader who reads a bunch of camera directions gets reminded, hey, this is this weird thing called the screenplay. It gets in the way of you hypnotizing your reader and allowing them to see, feel, and hear as if they were in the story. At the same time, you do need to capture what it's going to look like, right? So you don't need to capture the how of the shot, but you need to capture the look of the shot, the feeling of the shot. And more importantly, you need to capture what your character is doing beat by beat. Now, you're not looking to get so micro. You're not directing their performance, right? You're not going angrily, sadly. This is not about parentheticals. You're still, just like a playwright, going to trust the actor to do a hell of a lot better job with the performance than you're doing. What you're actually dealing with is a concept that I teach in my Write Your Screenplay class, which is called isolating visual moments of action. Isolating visual moments of action, this is a much bigger lecture than we can do in the podcast, but on the simplest level, it is the way that you hypnotize the reader with your words to allow them to see what you are seeing in the little movie screen in their mind. It's the way you capture the big moments, the big choices the characters are making, and the actions that they do that reveal their how. How are they? Where do they start? And how are they changing over the course of the script? So this is the first thing. And now it's more challenging to do that in a screenplay because unlike plays where we have unity of plays and these long scenes that you can kind of peel away like an onion, in screenwriting, we have far less dialogue than we would ever have in a play. Um, of course, there are exceptions to this rule. If you look at the first scene of Inglorious Bastards, for example, that is almost structured like a play. Or if you look at an Aaron Sorkin script, there is a much higher percentage of dialogue than the average screenplay. But even in screenplays like this, there is going to be a much greater percentage of action in that screenplay than there would be in a play. Not only because we don't have rehearsal, not only because we have to actually find all these locations and pre-plan all of this during pre-production on a physical level uh, that does not exist in theater where you're really just building a set. Um, but there's a whole other level to this, which is we don't have unity of place. We don't have these long scenes where we unpack the action that happened off stage. Rather, we are usually going to dramatize that action. In a screenplay, everything happens now, and it happens like this. Cut, 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 cut. It happens so fast because our powerful tool is the power of the cut. It's in fact in between the scenes that the audience actually tells themselves the story of the movie. That the audience actually goes, oh, because of this, that happened right? Or, oh, the character wanted this, but oh no, now that's happened, right? It's actually in the cuts that we tell the story and the structure of the film. So this is a different way of thinking about structure. It's not about entrances and exits, and it is not about talk. It's about action and dramatization of what is actually happening. Um, it's about finding the big choices the characters make in relation to what they want and in relation to the theme. So what does all this mean? All this stacks up to the biggest reason why playwrights have trouble transitioning into screenwriting. Um, and the biggest reason is structure works differently in screenplays.
Now, the underlying concepts of structure are exactly the same structure that you learned as a playwright, meeting a character and taking them on a journey of change. But in a screenplay, because we have so many cut, 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 cuts, there are so many pieces that we tend to need a larger infrastructure to hold all that stuff together. Um, in playwriting, it's like putting together a smaller puzzle where you can kind of see and remember most of the pieces. Whereas in screenwriting, you've got hundreds of little puzzle pieces. And often in an early draft, they are all jumbled up and it's easy to lose track of the forest for the trees. Now, what many screenwriting programs do, and I think uh, to the detriment of the writers in them, is they make organizing the puzzle pieces the most important thing. And that's why they'll start teaching whatever ridiculous formula of screenwriting they are teaching, right? It has to be like this. It's always the hero's journey. It's always save the cat. It's always three-act structure. It's always like this. This always happens on this page, which of course is total baloney. You know it's total baloney. You're a playwright. You know that neither life nor characters follow a formula. And you know that if you did follow a formula, you're going to write something boring. And that boring thing is not going to sell. You're going to write something predictable. That predictable thing is not going to sell. So we have this challenge as we make the transition from playwriting to screenwriting, right? We don't want to fall into the same trap that that many screenwriters fall into, which is finding this formulaic structure where the filing system by which we understand our structure actually becomes more important than the files inside of it, the characters and their journey, the choices that they're making, the incredible scenes that you're writing. We don't want to lock ourselves into this rigid formula. And at the same time, we often need some kind of filing system so that we can kind of understand the movements of our screenplay so that we can remember, oh yeah, that's where I am. Oh yeah, that's what's coming up. Oh yeah, that's the way I wanted to build this. So we don't get distracted by all the hundreds of little seamlets so that rather we can see the big movements. And this is what I teach when I teach seven act structure. This is, uh, this is how structure works is understanding the movements of your characters journey, right? So a lot of people think that when I'm talking about structure, I'm talking about plot, I'm talking about what happens, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm actually talking about with structure is the movements by which your characters change. And in screenwriting, acts are different than they are in plays. In plays, acts are those moments where you're changing the set, where you're dropping the curtain, right? It's built around the challenges of the theater. So in theater, acts are more like parts, but in screenwriting and TV writing, acts are structure. Acts are big choices and big changes that the character makes in relation to the theme, the hook, and what they want that create that journey of change for them. So if you want to learn more about this, check out my Write Your Screenplay class, writeyourscreenplay.com slash W-Y-S. And thank you for listening.